Hey guys, what's going on? Ciao ragazzi. It's the Milan Guys Podcast, episode 20. We're back with another episode. Um, we just had a long fight with university exams and they're finally over for the year. School's out for the summer. It's time for an episode. I'm your host, Luca Laporte. I'm with the other guy of the Milan Guys, Mike. Finally, he can, comes out for the start of a show. Mike, how's it going, man? It's good, guys. I'm glad to be back. It's been a long time coming. It feels like forever I've been on, but better late than ever so i'm glad to be back lots to talk about so let's get into it way easier to do a podcast like in the summer because like there's no school oh yeah stress. there's no school stress right like you're exactly you're not really doing much um lots to talk about as there always is in the milan world let's be serious um you know it's crazy uh react like it's basically reactionary twitter fc basically um, yeah I'm actually like honestly if I'm if I'm being honest I'm getting kind of sick and tired of of a lot of guys on Twitter it's it's really annoying with the when we win you know we have Xavi, Maradona, Messi on our team everybody's the best and when we lose this guy needs to be sold this guy needs to be sold coach needs to be fired sporting director needs to be fired club needs to be resold again to someone else like it, like it's just kind of embarrassing that way like it's just Twitter like Twitter means literally nothing honestly um but still, like the fans, the the Twitter accounts and whatever they and Facebook, the team sees the comments, and they're what like it's like what what can they do? Like I don't know. Like if the players don't score, they're not gonna win. That's pretty simple. Um, I don't know. I had an exam during the Benevento game. Uh, I watched the first half and I had to go write an exam. So we, we went into the halftime with down one nothing. So I wrote my exam. I thought to myself, okay, you know, hopefully I'm going to come out of this exam and, and, and see that we scored one or two goals. Actually, I called before I turned my phone on. I didn't even look at the score. I just called my buddy Lucas. I said, okay, tell me good news. And he's like, well, I'm not really going to say anything. And I'm like, great. Okay. I look and we, and we lose one nothing <laughs> to Benevento Calcio di Campania. Yeah, I was actually writing an exam, and I just ended before the start of the game. So by the time I got home, I was able to catch the second half. And like as I was commuting back home, I'm like, they see they scored. I'm like, you like I thought my, I thought my phone just had a glitch. Like I couldn't believe that they scored. And then as I get home, just watching, it was just such a lifeless game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Um, unfortunately, but like the the, only, the thing is with that is, is like. Benevento, they 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 took one opportunity, they scored on their one opportunity, um, and then they they defended really well. Actually, like I rewatched the game. I, I rewatched the second half after when I came home, um, but they looked pretty organized. And the thing is, though, you know they're going to be known as oh the team with the worst team in Serie A history. But that that that, that stat lies because. Uh, it's they had a really bad start, and that like they're they're not the worst team in City A history. Like they looked pretty decent. Um, I've seen teams worse than that because they made all these transfers in January. Right? I don't know why these teams who are trying to stay in City A basically Benevento's plan was okay. We're gonna stay afloat till the ch- till the transfer market. Hopefully, be in content- contention, then make some signings. Teams who come from City A B they have to make them their signings in the summer. If they want to stay. A bad start could be crucial, and and if the season started in, in two thousand eighteen, Benevento wouldn't wouldn't even be close to relegation. I don't think. I think they have like eighteen points. 
um, or 17 or something like that. Well, four of them came from us. Yeah, obviously. Unfortunately, don't remind me. Oh, I know. I'm just, it's like I tweeted out that other day. Like, we're literally, it's just so annoying that we become that team that just gives people chances. Like, oh, you've never scored before? Play us, you're going to score. You've never picked up a point before? Play us, you're going to get the point. Like, yeah, I know. And being that team, it's the most annoying thing. The problem is, is that, like, when you, when you don't score goals, when you don't score goals, who are you going to beat? Nobody. Like, it, I've been saying this all season that we have goal scoring problems and people kind of said, nah, like we're good. We're good. Fiorentina, all these teams have more goals than us. We don't score goals. Um, we just don't. We started to score more, more goals a bit when Gattuso came in um, and we conceded way less and we still have conceded way less. Um, you know, we gave that one goal to Sassuolo, which was a nice goal. from it was a nice shot from Politano, to be fair. Nice volley. Um, but that Sassuolo match, we dominated. We, do we, Sassuolo, I don't think they left their half. They left their half in the second half, other than that goal, that Politano goal. No, I don't uh, think so either. No, they didn't. We, we were, we conceivably made like 10 quality saves. Yeah, but he always shows up as like this monster against us. I mean, he is, to be fair, he is a great goalie. Like, I'm not going to deny his talent at all. No, I said, I can see he's, 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 he seems to have like an extra boost of energy when he plays us. I don't know what it is. I think he, I think he twerks for Juve, though. Then seven goals. I mean, who doesn't? Yeah, seems like it. He probably got, probably got paid like a Rolex or something like that for it. Um, Fiat. <laughs> um, but that Sassuolo match, right? Like, I got really angry because, like, people are like, oh, yeah, the coach, the coach. What do you mean the coach? Like, these people don't know anything about sports who say that. Like, they think that the coach is the be-all and end-all of every single sport. Like, the players are on the field, on the, whatever sport it is, field, ice, diamond, anything. The players are on there. The players are there. Like, I don't understand. It's just unfortunate because right now we're in quite a bit of a slump because it seemed like we've come off a little bit of like a honeymoon period. Yeah. From like, it, it was almost like every game I was watching, like I had this confidence that it's like, you know, we like we can't be beaten. Like, like literally no one's going to beat us. Like whether it's a win or a tie, like we just will not lose. And yeah. it felt that way for such a long period of time. And then it's like, okay, like it kind of, in the moment it felt amazing. But now that we're in a slump, you look back on it, it kind of felt like a little too perfect. You know what I mean? Like oh, there, yeah. weren't, there weren't any bumps in the road. Like, we're kind of paying for it now. Like it was, it was a little too perfect in a sense. Like it helped a lot because, you know, we're still sixth place. Like, and you know, we'll, we'll, we'll end up in Europa we're League. Seventh. But we're seventh. Seventh. Yeah. But we're fighting for it regardless, but yeah. I'm talking more Europa League. Cause uh, to, for me personally, and honestly, I know there's a lot of people who are going to say that, like, I'm not saying it now because we're out of it. I genuinely felt this way from the beginning of the season. Even after Gattuso took over and we went on that run, I never thought Champions League was a thing for us. No, exactly. no, no one I did. never did. I'm, I'm just, I'm a realistic person. Like, I like to dream as well, but you also have to be realistic. And I say it all the time, like, for a team to be in Champions League, even to qualify, not even, not even talk about succeeding in the actual tournament, you have to have a deep roster. And you, can, you can't you can't make Champions League with the start that we had with Montella. You can't. There's literally no way. Yeah. Especially how well, like I understand the Italian league, the Serie A, is not what it used to be in terms of talent wise. However, as like cultural fans, we still know it's a very competitive league. And 
Of course. Whether, whether you're talking whether you're talking Juve, Napoli, Lazio, Roma, Inter, like like they're competitive teams. They're all fighting for the same thing. So it's not just gonna be a breeze to get it. Like you need to have the assets, and by that I mean like a bench, which we don't have, which I've tweeted out before. You need all those things in place in order to make that. Right now, we don't have it. That's why Europa League is more fitted for us until we fix those issues. True, I agree. I, you know, I was gonna we we're gonna talk about that later in the show, but honestly, I'll talk about it now. Um Basically, with that, is that like, I don't know. It's uh, what do you think? Do you want Europa League or no? For me, for me, it's it's like it's a process. Like I think people don't understand that. Like two weeks ago, it's been officially years since we've been bought like bought over and switched management from the Chinese. Like it hasn't hadn't even been a year until a couple weeks ago. And people are expecting that we were just going to go out and win the league. Like, I understand in the summer, like, it was crazy with all these signings. Like, but you also have to understand that, like, you can't just throw a team together and expect them to win. Mm-hmm. Like, it just doesn't happen that way. It but, takes time. Like, I always bring up you, for example, as much as I hate them. Like, yeah, same after, here. after the relegation and all that kind of stuff, look how many years it took for them to finally come back to being relevant and fighting for a position. Like, they were out in 2006, 2007, and then it didn't take for them to what, 2012? To finally actually win it again and, and like take it from us, like it took them a good five years. Like we're we just hit uh, the one year mark in our re, in a proper rebuild because the Berlusconi era in the last five years before that that was not a rebuild that was just a shit show. So now that we're actually rebuilding, gotta give it time. Like I understand it's frustrating and you're associating this rebuild with a team like Milan, like it's a big name team used to winning, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But we're not that kind of team anymore. We have to find a better identity. We have to understand that rebuilding and getting to the top again is going to take time. Yeah, no, it, it's true. And even, uh, you know, as much as I hate you so much, so much, um, I, I actually tweeted uh, before their game against uh, Napoli. And I, I look at their starting lineup and I look at their, their bench and I say, well, that's the depth you need to, to, to compete. Obviously, they haven't won because they just – they they didn't perform well in the final every single time they played, um, which is a one game thing, right? Anybody can win one game, um, but when you look at it, you have play. They have so many players fighting for spots, and that's the thing that we need um, and should be addressed this summer. You know, we brought in people. In my opinion, people who say that this is the banter era still, I don't think so. Um, the reason I don't think so is because you know the quality of players we have on the pitch we've never had this quality in the last five years no we've had all these free signings no like are you you, like are you telling me bonucci is the same as paletta like zapata like are you kidding me no like i I think it's just more of a twitter thing that's what people like you know what i mean it's kind of like this be funny yeah they don't want to be funny but they're really not funny like they're not like it, it gets old the jokes get old you know like it great okay but here's the thing, like every team drops points. Like, here's the thing. If we had a decent a better start, if we would have got points against teams we should have in the start of the year, dropping that match against Benevento wouldn't have been that costly. Um, because we would have had other points. Like, the problem is that you know, all these teams, Bar Juve, um, have dropped points the team they shouldn't have. Napoli dropped points to Sassuolo this season. And we didn't take advantage of it because we were dropping points at the same time. So the gap remained. Yeah, of course. So, but like, you know, Inter lost to Genoa. Um, like, it just happens. Like, it, it ha- Like these people think that these teams, like, 
these small teams, when they're playing a big team, they say, okay, they're going to beat us. Just, just let them beat us. Like, like Look at Madrid. They're struggling in their league. Obviously, they're doing well in the Champions League. But yeah. even a team like that struggling in their own league. Yeah, but like you got teams like, you know, teams, when they play against big teams, they fight. They, 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 they play harder. Um, you know, they, they, they want to go out and, and prove, like, they know that more people are watching the game. So they want, you know, scouts and whatnot. And maybe they'll get a big money sign if they play well. You know what I mean? So they're going out there. And what people don't understand is that all these players who are playing for the big clubs, most likely a lot of them are coming from these smaller clubs they're playing against. So that means that there's gems in within these teams that could control a game. Okay? Like Politano, for example, he's playing at a club. He should be playing at a bigger club. Um, he's good enough, uh, I think. Um, so when Politano scores on you, it's not really embarrassing that Mateo Politano scores. He's scoring, he's scoring eight other Serie A teams too. Um, obviously, you don't want Yamello and Bonavento scoring against you. To be fair, it was a nice pass. I think it was offside. I think VAR got it wrong. It was, but at the end of the day, it's I, I, think, I think VAR got it wrong. Um, just nice pass, nice finish. Um, it wasn't a cheesy goal or anything. You know what I mean? I hate when we, I hate when we can see cheesy goals and they don't deserve. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like in any sport, if any team's gonna score on my team, I say, okay, at least earn the goal. You know what I mean? Earn the goal. You score a nice goal. What are you gonna do, right? But I hate those cheesy, chippy goals that go like. Those piss me off because it's yeah, like unfortunately it's part of the sport. It's not even sport. No, it, and everybody kills me about luck. Sports are about luck. You have to get lucky. You have to get lucky in sports. Like you have to get bounces to go your way. If bounces don't go your way, you're probably not going to win. Like as something as simple as a player slipping and you take and, and you and you take advantage of the turnover, lucky a bounce or even you know the ball bounces off the post and goes right to your foot for an open net instead of going a it's foot. It's got to be at the right place at the right time. Like, yeah, but like in sports, sport, right? you are, yeah. we're, we're in Canada, we watch hockey and stuff. Like how many times does the puck bounce over a guy's stick and give the guy a breakaway? Yeah, it's it's just the nature of the sport. You just um, you have to yeah, yeah. yeah you have to be lucky, but at the same time, you need to put yourself in that position. Like, of course. No, 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 of course. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, it's just like it's not the banter era because the way we, the way we play – this is probably the most excited I get to watch a Milan team. And even though I don't score that much, the style of play, I know we have an identity with Gattuso. Exactly. Like I, it's not even about that. Like I like the point that you said. Like I actually enjoy watching it for the last couple of years. Like no, I, ne- I never miss a game unless something drastic. Like I literally can't watch it. Right. But before when you're watching it, it's like it was just watching just to watch because you're a fan of the team. Like there was no like hype for it. There was because the expectation was like we're probably gonna lose this game. Like you, like I remember so many times watching. Like, like I was just like, okay, I know they're gonna lose this game. Let's just let me watch to see how bad. Now watching, even during the slump, like there's still a chance. Like you know what I mean? Like you're watching the game. Like I noticed. Like I don't know, maybe it's the fear amount or whatever. But every time we score first, we typically end up winning. I mean, I don't know yeah. if Robert, it's probably yeah. not happened before. But during that uh, honeymoon run, I'll call it. Every time we scored first, we won. Even yeah, if no, we conceded after, like Torino. against Torino, we scored first, and they and they and they and they they uh, drew. But the reason why was because about the error. Like it seems like we're only conceding goals when we make an error. You know what I mean? Like yeah, but again, that's on us. But what I'm trying to say is that at least now watching, 
there's more of a chance of you winning and it's more enjoyable. Like the quality of play is a lot better than what it used to be. Yes, it could still be a lot better and sometimes it can be frustrating, but I will take what I'm watching now than what I was watching the last two or three years. That was actually embarrassing. Absolutely. Like it's, it's, it's as simple as that too. Like literally as simple as that, as in, we, this is not, the, I don't, I don't feel it's the banter era, honestly. No, yeah. we're, we're, we're getting out of it. We're trying to yeah, get out. We're getting out of it. And again, we have to get depth. Like, Mirabelli and Fasana, sure. Maybe they made some mistakes. Um, But you look at what they brought in, right? Okay, Kalinic, big mistake. Okay, we got it. Okay, we understand. We, we've heard it from every, every single person spits a new hot take on Kalinic every single day, which everybody's saying the same thing. We get it. Um, But... You bring a guy in like, for example, uh, Conti. That's a that's a, a fantastic signing. Unfortunately, what are you gonna do? You, out of our control. We we could he got injured. Um and Calabria is but maybe a blessing in disguise in a way, because now Calabria has turned himself into a a mature fullback that and that right back, you know, tandem, whatever, that that's depth, like Conti Calabria, that's what you need. You need those two guys. I completely agree. Because now you're giving Calabria confidence and he can even try and fight for the spot too, knowing yeah, exactly. that like, like I would love obviously like no hit, no disrespect to Calabria, but obviously I'm going to take the better play in Conti, but at least in Calabria's eyes, knowing that, you know, Conti, you know, he's been injured for quite some time. Let's see the way he returns, et cetera. Like he still knows he has a chance, whether, you know, you're playing a small team. Okay. Calabria can come in, you know, he's going to do a good job or, you know, Conti maybe he's not fit. You can rely on Calabria yeah, before exactly. it was like, before it was like if one of our starting players, at least in regardless of any position, wasn't playing, like you were scared because you knew the bench wasn't capable enough of fulfilling that role. At least with Calabria now, you know, like you have a solid replacement. Like it's a yeah. good backup. Mm-hmm. No, exactly. And you, this like, depth is so huge. And like, for example, we look at Juve's team, right? They have Alexandro and Asamoa. They, they start like Asamoa started against Napoli last week. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. as simple as that. Like, they have guys who can they have depth in that area obviously you know they, they miss a few guys like i don't know they got the shilio which is interesting but again the shilio as a depth right right back is not it's better than the shilio as a starting right back forever okay. um, and like you know you have a good team and that's the level i've tried to keep on saying that we need to eventually get at, and that's what we aspire to get to is two things like if you can take your bench and your reserves and they're good enough to be a starting 11 in the league, that's A, how you know you have depth. And number two, whether it's a big match or another game or a crucial game, regardless of what the scenario may be, if, for example, one of your top players goes out or they're injured, red card, etc., and you have a sub that you're not worried about that sub because you know that sub will more and well do his job, that's how you know you have depth. Right oh. now, we don't have that. Someone goes out, you're kind of like, you know, like a left back goes up, Borini's got to play left back. like. You know, that's not his position. He's going to do his best. He's going to try hard. But you would rather sleep well at night knowing that you actually have a proper left back who's decent enough to fulfill that role. Right now, we don't have that. Like, in in defense, we kind of do because we have, like, you know, Musacchio's not bad. We have Zapata. When he's concentrated, he's good. Yeah, Zapata's good. I don't want to sell Zapata. I I think Zapata's a really good depth defender. Um, personally, I don't really want to sell him. We need both of them because you know Romagnoli's had a little, a little tiny history with injuries, but like also yeah, at the same time Bonucci as well. He's always been known that player to pick up cards as well too. So especially as defenders in this league, they eventually catch up to you cards and injuries. So to have those two in our reserves, 
like you know it's not a it's, it's a great problem to have mm -hmm. but you, you look at also like you know Romagnoli was hurt and Bonucci was suspended against a, a Napoli team that can score goals they can score Musacchio and Zapata who haven't played together since Villarreal days six six years ago seven years ago they come in and, and get a clean sheet um and people still have the balls and tenacity to say, oh, yeah, the coach is bad. Oh, this is all bad. Everything's bad. These players don't play. Whatever. Like, it's not true. It's reactionary. AC reactionary. It's – and, it, again, we have quality within the team. I, there's obviously areas. But, like, I think that, you know, we're obviously – a lot of guys are tired now, which makes sense. We're all human. Let's be serious. Um, but – No, we were playing like – we were playing like – in eight days, like almost three games between the league on the weekend and the Europa League, and then again on the weekend. No, no, exactly, exactly, and it was tough. It was and again, tough. we didn't have a bench to replace those guys. Look at Kessie. Kessie's been playing every freaking game. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull up how many minutes. I'm gonna pull up how many minutes he's played. Like he's played a ridiculous amount of minutes. Like I know they tried to get him rest a few times, but like yeah, like he's playing. And he fights hard. through it. Props to him. He fights through it. Like he, he's a warrior. That guy. I love that guy. Yes. But at the same time, like imagine a refreshed. Kessie coming in to play against like a Napoli or a Juve versus yeah. a Kessie that is going to work hard, but you know, he's got quite a bit of miles under him. Like, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, yeah. like, you look at his, you look at his, you look at his game log, and it's all 90, 90, 90, 90, 90 across. Yeah, the the guy, he's a workhorse, but you know what? You still got to give the guy a rest. Like, yeah, no, but here's the thing who's going to go in his spot? Exactly. We don't have anyone to fulfill it. We're not going to put Jose Mauri in his spot. No. Um, like, Let's see. He's played approximately. They don't have the Coppa Italia minutes on here, but four times not. He has about maybe 37, 37 to 3,800 minutes this season. That's crazy. Okay. Um, let's compare that with someone else. I'm going to compare that with another midfielder in City. Yeah. Um, compare that with. Let's go with a guy from Juve, uh, Matuidi. Matuidi's played about maybe, uh, maybe around a thousand minutes, almost a thousand minutes less. The big difference, especially since the game is only ninety minutes. It's a huge difference. I, and someone has brought it up in the live chat. Why do we sell Kuchka? You know what? I, I do. I do miss Kuchka in a that way. That would have been a perfect Kessie replacement. I completely. I, that was that was one of the sellings that in the summer that I was completely against. No, so was I. And I, I actually, I really loved Kuchka. I really love, and we miss him. Like, you miss him. You know what? Even if some people had a fair enough point, I won't agree and I won't disagree. That I'll say it's a fair point that maybe this, the, I won't even say the system, just because how low quality the team was when he was here. Like, maybe he looked a little better. Like, he kind of outshined. Oh, yeah, exactly. Regardless, I, and regardless, he's still a good enough player that, for me, like we're talking about Kessie replacement, he would have been the perfect Kessie replacement. Oh yeah. Obviously oh, yeah. not as skilled, but there are guys who go and work hard, they'll get you know, they'll do that decisive foul, they'll win you that decisive ball, oh, they'll yeah. do their role. He would have been perfect Absolutely. replacement. Absolutely. And it's unfortunate that that we had to sell him and you know, I, I wish him the best. He actually scored a sick goal a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I saw um, crazy. But it's tough because imagine like, you know, Kessie could play, you know, seventy or whatnot, Kuchka comes on and plays twenty. Kushka could start a match in, in his place, you know, just arrest him, you know. And we have depth in some areas. Like, for defenders, we're fine. I, I, if we don't sign – we I don't want to sign another center back this, this summer. We don't need it. Um, 
we have enough defenders. You know what I mean? We have enough central defenders. That's like center halves. You know, we have what five, right? Um, we have five of them for two spots. Yeah, like I don't mind selling Gustavo Gomez, but I'm keeping Musacchio and Zapata for sure. For sure, and if you get a guy, maybe like uh, Mateo Gabbia, maybe he can make the. He's been playing. He's been with the the first team. He can play center back too. Um, yeah, we have options. It's 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 more. I don't really know who. We don't really have a left back back up. Well, no, it, the problem is the problem is we have to get depth at left back. Um, like if for a dream Mercato for like I don't want to talk about it yet. We'll do that later on in the summer. But like you know, for depth, if we're gonna talk about depth, we need the depth and on you know as a left. Should we back. just have that guy from Sampdoria? What's his name? Is Trimich? Trimich. Yeah. If we get him for free, I'm okay with it. Like as long, I t- I said on Twitter, if you guys too, if we make some free signings, sure, I don't care, whatever. However, that has to be in addition to the key signings we make for money. If we're only making three free signings in the in the in the, in the cultural mercato for the summer, no way, I'm gonna be pissed off. But if we're gonna make you know a couple frees and then you know two or three signings with you know 25 million each, whatever, whatever the heck. We have makes sense like I, that, that's okay and actually you know what there's a, a lot of let me let me go to it i quoted it yesterday there's a lot of players who are free agents this summer right which i wouldn't i wouldn't uh, be opposed to offering a contract let's see um jack wilshire emery chan luke shaw fellaini uh chiellini Balotelli, asamoa kabai ben arfa yaya Ture, Santa Cazorla and Max Meyer or Mayer, Mayer or Meyer. I think it's Meyer. Um, these guys are all available on a free. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like that, like I, I said, you know, if we offer a contract of two or three of these guys and they didn't even put Bernard on there from Shakhtar, the guy we've been linked with. Apparently, there's been rumors of we blocked the they blocked the transfer of Bernard. I'm not sure how true it is. Like, I, I don't know. For me, I don't. I don't, I, I don't like talking. I, like, I, I can easily talk about selling players because that's in our control. But when it comes to buying players, and we're and today's April 27th. Like, I, I don't know, man. Like, um, I don't know. I, I feel like all these talk right now is kind of premature, but um. Especially because we're not in control of you know what I mean. At the end of the day, oh, yeah. it goes up to the team. Absolutely, and, and and with that, you know, we'll make. I I'm confident that we'll make the changes. Like we're not gonna because you know. And as I said, I said to a friend a couple of days ago, um, losing that game against Benevento and not scoring, um, actually might be positive in a way that the management says crap. We know what we need to fix this summer. And Mirabelli actually said after the game, like, we know what we have to do. So if they if they say crap, we're not scoring goals, get more creativity within the team. You know what I mean? No, I know. I mean, I think everyone knows the issues. No, I don't think we kept winning, though. If we kept winning, they wouldn't. No, I know what you mean, but I'm saying is like for me, they were still apparent during the winning streak. Oh, but course. they're more apparent and more sh- like there's more of a light shined on them now that obviously you're not doing well. Yeah, but- we didn't score much. We didn't. We didn't score much. We st- even when we won games every every week, we never really scored that much. We just 
We just no, it, was, it was more like clutching out the victory. Like you played well enough to keep them at bay. Like that's kind of how it was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But let's move on to the striker talk. Yeah, let's go. What do you think? Especially that we're let's segue away from like not scoring to the reason why. Yeah. Uh, for me, for me, it's such a hard topic to talk about because for me, I don't know, this may be an unpopular opinion. And no, I'm not saying I, I want Colin to stay like he, he can go. So like, don't think about that. But for me, I don't know, maybe, maybe my head's still stuck from two years ago, but I don't know what it is. Maybe this time it's different, but I always used to complain about the midfield not being creative, creative enough yeah. to give the service to the forwards. Yeah. Now I feel like it still lacks creativity. However, it's more than what we used to have. So now it's up to the strikers because at times, like if I'm seeing Kutrone having to come back and create for himself, like we already lost the game because yeah. he's not that kind of guy. You give him the ball in the box, he's gonna finish it for you. It's like asking Inzaghi to 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 you know n- n- like nutmeg four guys for scoring. No, like, we don't have like that kind of guy like a Benzema or like Iguain who who can take the ball in the in the last three quarters of the field and they'll take it up and they'll create something out of nothing. Oh, or like oh, a Jacko. Like oh, we don't have that. Oh, we have guys who need the ball in their feet. I don't know. No, but Andre Silva's supposed to be that guy who can do that. Well, I don't know. But then again, he has he really got the ball. Like it seems like whenever he gets the ball, he's in our half. You know what I mean? It's a combination. It's for me, and I think this is the best way to put it. It's a combination of a lack of service. Cause I won't even say creativity because they had chances to create and they haven't scored. So I think it's a lack of service when we, like, when we plateau on the field, like, you know what I mean? The ball's not flowing as much. Like it's kind of saying static around the midfield. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a, like a reduction of like the ball going forward. But at the same time, when these guys actually do receive the ball, like they've been struggling to put that ball in the net. Cause again, when the, once the ball gets to them, everyone's done their job. It's up to them. That's what they're there for. That's what they're paid to do, right? Yeah. In obvious terms. Mm-hmm. So it's been annoying because, you know, like you look at Kalinic, like the ball is literally on a goal. It's on a goal play from, and he literally can't finish it. But like it's it's tough because I've watched Kalinic with Fiorentina. This is not this is not the player that he. he no, he scores like he's a fifteen, like thirteen to fifteen goal player in the city. Yeah, like as much as everybody calls him a draft and whatnot. That's what he is. Like that's what he's proven to be. This he's just, he's just not doing it. No, this has been a nightmare season for him because, I, you know what? I, I honestly like. Here's my thing with 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 sports, whatever. Like, I feel like the like the personal, you know, are a little too much. Um, it's not like he's not trying. It's not like he doesn't care. You know what I mean? Like he's in a he's in a, he's been in a funk the entire yeah, season. Exactly. He can't get out of it. Which is unfortunate because for us, because I don't know, I like I, I kind of went with it when they signed him because obviously yeah. Montella was our coach at the time, and uh, and if you know if a coach wants a player, like you're gonna yeah. you're gonna trust in your coach, right? But obviously now that he's gone, like you you know I was never for it, but I was like, okay, he's a Milan player now, I'm gonna support him, but like, I never wanted him. Yeah, you know you know what the problem is though, I was for it. I said you know this is a good signing. Like we have depth now, we have. Uh, Andre Silva, Kutrone, Kalinic. Like, you know, if, you, if we're going to get eight goals each out of them, you know, eight to ten, right? Like, we, we didn't expect Kutrone to get as many goals as he is, though. Let's be serious. Um, no. Because he, he had bursted onto the scene, right? Um, but you look around, it's like, okay, like, Kutrone is going to be a guy like, like an Inzaghi who needs the ball, who needs the ball to score. He's not going to take the ball and, and not make four guys and, and, and you know, he's a guy... 
you know, great positioning, right? And uh, and and put the ball in the back of the net. Um, we lack that guy that, like I said earlier, just gets the ball himself and he creates. Like, here's the ball, go. Like, like Dybala. We don't have that. Dybala. Like, uh, a perfect example is, like, Ben Jekyll recently. Like, well, Jekyll, like, like, I feel like we need, like, a like a, a, like a secondary, like someone who can play central. Like for me, the perfect examples are, like I said earlier, like Benzema and Higuain. Like obviously we yeah, yeah. get those kind of players, but like that's the kind of mold of a player I'm talking about. But what happens if, like what what if we get someone who like a secondary player who can play in behind? Um, like, you know how Dybala and Higuain play together? I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like that would work just because the guys who are playing up front can't even score. No, so I the guys don't. who are behind are supposed to like assist what, like you know what I mean? They're yeah, supposed to help yeah. them in what way if they can't even score. No, like right. we need that definitive score that like I'm gonna get the ball, I'm gonna score, and like whoever else is there is gonna help create it, or there's gonna be the secondary person to score off a rebound, or you know if they have their own kind of chance. But we need that one person who's that primary target, like an ace in baseball, like your pitcher. We don't have an ace striker like these guys. We just kind of been rotating them to see like who can, yeah, fire. You know what I mean? Yeah. And for those, and for those, and I understand we are all still completely confused as to why Kalinic starts all the time, and you know, like why is he getting opportunity after Corona had an amazing game, Andre Silva had an amazing game, etc. I finally come to the conclusion because I know all of us have many theories, especially at the transfer market, will he get sold now? It's honestly, I think it's come down to a point now where they're just trying to play him as much. To see if he'll spark something, sure. score a few goals, he'll get something viral. To see a few scouts be like, okay, we're gonna get maybe we'll target this guy in the summer because if he's sitting on the bench, we're not no, no him. one's buying him. No, no one's buying. Him. So they're literally throwing him out there, especially knowing that you know, obviously, Champions League is out of consideration and whatnot. They're throwing him out there to hopefully he'll score a few goals because obviously that will assist us and help us. But at the same time, it'll potentially increase his chances of being sold because if he's again he's sitting on that bench there's no one no way in hell someone's buying him no way he doesn't have that kind of recognizability no way um no way in hell you're right and uh I, you know people don't understand like people don't understand like a like i guess like that 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 aspect of it that you can't like you, these people think that like these teams will be like yeah yeah we'll take your dead your dead weight sure yeah, no. yeah it's, it's, like, it's a business it it's a business yeah it's not how it works like Players have to play and perform, um, in order to do like in order to do well. And there's no club out there that's gonna be like, "Oh, you guys are struggling. You don't want this guy anymore. I'll take him off your hands." Don't worry. like it just doesn't work that way. Everyone's fighting for the same goal. No, exactly. It's like okay, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll help your fan. We'll help your club out and make your fans happy. Like no, it doesn't work like that. Like it's, I don't know. Um, it's tough in a way, but as someone said in the live chat, Zekanish is like he has like no, he has zero self confidence. It's true, he doesn't have any self confidence. He doesn't, especially when you know fans aren't with you either. Like, no, what? Like literally, it, like I don't know if you agree with me, but like, but the Kurva Su, like these guys need to chill out. Like they can't whistle these players because then like the players are gonna be like, you know what? Screw these guys. What, what do I have to play hard for these guys? I've always said about the Kurva Su. I always thank them, you know, for love, going to support out the youth team. Like, love, that's incredible. Like you know, love, I mean, showing support. Like it's a, it shows you it's a family atmosphere, right? Oh, yeah. Sure. I love, you know, the TIFO and the, the you know, the oh, banners. Yeah. And, like, it, it gives you goosebumps and chills every time you watch, right? But yeah. you have to understand, like, they're only, in my opinion, not to be mean, but they're only good for that. 
and yeah, like, chants and all that kind of stuff. They're only good for that. When they get involved, and to be fair, they are fans, so they are entitled to an opinion. You know, a lot of them watch the sports, so they know what they're talking about. But at the same time, when you know you have that high up position, because, you know, they have a more authority than we do as fans yeah. talking on a podcast, right? Because they're there. But yeah. they need to understand that, like, it's not it's not the generation of like our parents, for example, where like players would come out and play, you know, for the crest, for the club, for the jersey. No, it's not, it's not, it's not, here, guys are player playing because they're talented, they're skilled, and because they're trying to make money. It's yeah. the livelihood. It's not what it used to be. No. So you booing them on, like I understand you're frustrated and you, you have a right to boo, especially if you're getting killed at home, for example. But at least I understand he's been frustrating to watch and I want him gone too, don't get me wrong. But at least support the guy and try to give him support for yeah. the rest of the season. And then when he's gone, you know, he's out of our hands. We don't got to worry about him anymore. But no, exactly. Until the time that he's still here, you, he's still a Milan player. You still have to, unfortunately, support him. Because I don't want to. But because he's a Milan player and, and I hope that he will help us out for the rest of these games, you know, mentally, I'm just like, okay, like, I hope he does well. You know what I mean? Of course. Like, what? why would – like, why would you ever hope a player on your team to not do well? Like, I just don't understand. Like, like, do not want the team to do like, like some people would probably take like, like imagine Callan scored like five goals in the last five seasons and we keep them, uh, and sorry, last five the last five games we keep them. It won't happen, but people don't want it to happen. Like, I don't care. I just want to. I want. I want wins. Like, I obviously see, that's why people don't see it right. Going back to what I said earlier, for example, however x amount of games are left, each game he scores one goal. You know, he, he, let's just say he finds his form for the last few games. Yeah. You know, his name starts getting circled around, the, you know, the football world. You know, like yeah. people think we're going to keep him. No, that's what the management wants. They want him yeah. to score so they, they can sell him. Yeah. If anything, that's better because, again, it benefits us and it benefits, you know, the chance of him being sold. He's not going to stay. No, no, everyone knows he's not going to stay. And there's been reports that, you know, his agent's, like, looking at other places and he doesn't want to stay. He doesn't feel the love of the fans. I didn't get a lot of money there. There you go. I mean, he should have went to China in the first place, but. Yeah, but to be fair, do you want to go to China? Like, I mean, I honestly, yeah, I can't understand. Like, I don't. Well, for me, I would never. No disrespect. Well, to like, I like, kind of like, I kind of like his mentality by saying I want to stay in Italy instead. I kind of like that mentality a little because, like, he could have made triple his salary, but instead, well, he I think it was because I think he knew he had Milan in sights. Cause remember, he was like pleading to come here and everything. You no, know, like, and that's my problem with it too. Like, he really wanted to be. Like, he obviously like. But really, I think it was more Montella than I actually because I think he knew he'd be safe here because of Montella. Like, he'd be covered. You know here's what I mean? Thing, here's the thing. Montana never coached him. Well, I know what you mean, but you know what I mean? Like, still coming here, like... like no, but, like, like my problem is, that, like, you know, I'm not even defending Montella because whatever, but, like, everybody's saying he's Montella's player. He never coached him at, at Fiorentina. Did you know that? A lot of guys didn't know that. No, I know, but what I'm saying is, like, I no, guess they have some past yeah, relationship. I'm just saying, like, obviously, but obviously it was his dream transfer, right? He wanted the... Yeah. It's dream transfer, which is fine. Like you know, a dream transfer. Like, like if you wanted to come, like I want guys who want to come here, right? Like I don't want guys. But so when he when it first happened, and I and again I've watched him for Fiorentina before. So in my head, I'm thinking we're gonna get the same player, right? Um, of course, it just didn't work out that way. No, unfortunately not. I guess what the heck are you gonna do? Like what? What do you? You can't do anything about it. And uh, but see, this is the thing now. What like. The way I look at it is this, and this is my prediction. It could be right. It could be wrong. I don't know. But I'm just basing it off of this. For me, I understand that, you know, between, like Fasona saying, you know, we're in a great spot. Like, we don't have to worry, et cetera. We don't have to sell people, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I still feel like they will. 
some big names and I'll list a few names and I'm not saying that I want them to, I'm just being realistic once again. And I feel like they will because a, they will bring in, they will bring in the revenue. Yeah. We can easily use that to translate it onto areas that we need fixing. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's going to ruffle some feathers, especially with fans, et cetera, are going to hear it through me on Twitter, but it's going to be a business decision. And for me, and I hope Kalinich will be sold. I think he will. Yeah. I also think Andre Silva will be sold. Well, he, apparent, according to Andre, I'm going with that. Yeah, that yeah. it reported that you know Milan told his agent uh, or a members that he's yeah, on. Andre is good. Andre is good. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. That's why I'm bringing it up because if it was just some random report, I wouldn't have said it. But because it's credible, I'm bringing it up. So yeah. the fact that he's saying that, you know, I believe it. Will it happen? Maybe yes or no. I don't know, but I feel like it could happen. And also at the same time. And this is where I want to actually segue into. And I also feel like Suso will be sold as well. I don't. I don't want it to happen. And I'm gonna go. And I'm. Gonna, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna touch on it because I don't want to get too deep into it because I don't know if it'll happen or not. And look, I really like the guy. He's a great player. Like, and I was. I remember. You know, people like congratulating me because I remember I got into the whole Twitter beef with David Amoyal because I called Suso like the Pogba of Milan, like you know, coming out of nothing and like making a name for himself. And he took it way too literally, and I was getting roasted for it. Now, like you know. He's yeah. made a household name for himself, right? Sure. Especially in Italy and, you know, called up to Spain, et cetera, et cetera. For me, it's one of those things where he reminds me of a Robin in the sense, like, you know what he's going to do. You know, he goes right and then he fakes left. He crosses in, he looks for a shot. Like, you know what he's going to do. There's a lot of times where it's unstoppable. You know what he's going to do and he still does it. However, there's a lot of times and there's been more times now throughout the season as it's gone on where teams have figured out what he's going to do. You look at Inter, for example, they double team him and put two guys on him and He's completely knocked out of the play and it slows us down and it makes us worse because he's one of our creators, right? Yeah. At the same time, when he's on his game, he's incredible and he helps us so much. He's so so pivotal. However, when he's not, it's like we're playing with 10 guys on the field because he literally, he doesn't track back. He doesn't do those things. He's a very inconsistent player. Yeah. But who is at the same time, what I'm saying is this, and I'm I'm not saying I want him sold. I'm just saying I would understand from a business perspective from Fasoni Mirabelli, Mirabelli, if they were to sell him, because I'm just looking at it. This, how old is he? Do you know how old he's off the top of your head? How old? Sorry. 24. Okay. 24. I honestly thought he was older, but regardless, he's 24. So he's still young too. So he's still young. So, Uh, my, my thing is this one they made a mistake of putting a bio clause at 40 million because that's low in today's market yeah what the hell you know you don't put a low bio clause you put a high bio clause Absolutely. And then if they, they want to negotiate maybe you can actually get 40 million don't put the bar down at 40 million you're just going to get that or negotiate maybe you can get 45 maybe you can get 50 that's the first mistake they made but at the second time to me i could be wrong and i really hope i'm wrong i feel like he's one of those players where he's met, he's reached his peak like he won't improve from here like this is the kind of player he is, and that's what it is. Honestly, if he was older, I'd I'd, I'd say yes, sell him because he's not going to get any better. For but sure. Because he's younger, I can understand. But at the same time, I can understand if they sell him because they're like, you know what they're saying? You know, he's not. we don't think he's going to get any better than this, and we can get the highest value for him now. If we keep him any longer, his value might decrease, and he can get worse. I feel like that's what they're thinking. I mean, like, I love Suzo. I love him. I, I, I think, you know, he's been a top player for us. He's, he's a top – He's one of the best – like, he's a top five creator in Serie A. Um, and the problem is, is that when he's not on the field, who the hell is – the first half against Benevento was trash. Why? We couldn't even get a guy to put a nice cross in the box. Like, 
And and Suzel is one of those guys that, like, he has technical. Like he's technical. Like he has a lot of technical qualities. He's a quality. He has technical ability, um, and we've seen it. And it, and I think with with these results, people like when you you know draw a swallow or lose the better anto and. People look at it and say, "Okay, yeah, yeah." So, so this means that this guy should go. Well, I'm talking no, more on a whole. I'm not talking about one particular game. I'm, I'm no, taking the no, whole season not, into it. Like, but my problem is, is that like people put the, the the pinpoint on our best players. It's like, nah, it's not the best players that are the reason why we're losing games or whatever. It's it's the the depth and and there's no there's no nobody else. You know what when. Chalanoglu, we miss him a lot. Um, oh, we do, we do. We miss him a lot, and it's it's crazy because I think I saw a picture. His record. I saw that. Without, I think we have four losses in seven games without him, um, yeah. and one win or two wins. I think that win came against. Oh my gosh, um, it might have been Sassuolo. I think uh, there away. Uh, I could be wrong. But uh, I think that was the wing. The point, we got. The point still stands. But like it's crazy because he's and another problem we have too we have to talk about is we're not fast. We're so slow. Um, our build up and attack is like like slow motion because there's no players who are like the fastest player on the team is probably Borini, Calabria. I don't know. Like it's, it's honestly, I don't know. I honestly couldn't tell you. I feel like I feel like they're all even paced to be honest. Like those kind of guys. <laughs> like Suso, Suso's one of those sprint guys. Like he'll give you a quick sprint, but like he's not more. You know, he won't do the distance. Like well, you know what? Kind of more like yeah, that. but like he's not. He's not known for his. No, no. I'm just saying. If like yeah. we literally don't have that much speed. He's he's known more for his like uh, his his ability with his feet, right? Yeah. I was actually saying I was talking to this guy, and I was I said in Italian too. I said. I was talking to this guy on Twitter. Um, I basically just told him that, like, you know, and he agreed with me. I'm like, these players are good with their feet. They have, like, technical – they have quality. They're quality, but they're just not fast. And, and you know, at the beginning of the game when they have a lot of energy, sure, we can get, like, it's okay. But, you know, towards the end of the game – They die out. They die out, and then the other teams are faster. And then, you know, for example, like Felipe Anderson on Lazio, right? Lazio bring him on, bring him on late sometimes, and he just goes at tired legs, right? Yeah, he, he's a spark plug. He comes in, gives you the boost of energy because, he, again, like you said, he's fresh, right? Yeah. No, exactly, and, and that's a problem. It's like, okay, like why, like why don't we have anybody to, like why don't we have anybody you can run? <laughs> and that's again going back to the whole bench issue. Like the one of those guys, like you bring up Felipe Anderson, doesn't really start anymore, but he comes off the bench and he plays a crucial role. He gives you that burst of energy for those last 20, 15 minutes. Yeah, like, I start, everyone's reaching like you know the tired stage, and he's coming in. He's got fresh legs. Like you know, he's a he's a game changer. We don't really have that. I'd take him. Um, I don't really like him, but no, but okay. But here's the thing. Like again, you look at Juve's wingers, okay. Um, Mandzukic, who's very, very, very good for them. Um, so yeah, Mandzukic, Douglas Costa, Bernadeschi, uh, am I missing? Quadrado. The, like, the, the, is that four? I just, I just mentioned four wingers for two spots, right? And then Dybala could play, like, they play like a four, four, 
right? So yeah, they're very, they're very, you know, like multi-dimensional. Like they can do many things. Absolutely, and it make and it allows you to adapt the opponent you're playing against as well. Because you know, whether you run a four-three-three, whatever, you know, you're playing a certain opponent, and tactically, you know, the coach is like. I could play this formation because I think it'll beat them. And you have the players to fit it, of course. You know, we have four th- we have players that just fit four three three. We switch to we switch to a three five two, even now with Gattuso, and it's the biggest frenzy because no one like they don't really have players that fit it. We you know, we're kind of one dimensional in a sense. It worked for quite some time, but now it's kind of like people are figuring us out. You know, you take Susu out of the game, that's half their offense right there. Yeah. You know, I think it's more than half. Yeah. You know, you you actually put up, you push you push an Andre Silva or Kutrone farther out of the box, and they also become useless because now you have no. There's literally no. Suso's not sending crosses. If he does, he's sending it to the air because those guys are not in the box anymore. That's literally their game plan, and they take us out of it. Yeah, no, exactly. And uh, unfortunately, it's just how our attack is bad. And it, you know what? I, I I know it's second guessing, but like I just wonder if Carlos Baca could score more on this team. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Like, I, I don't know. For me, all these players are the same. For me, like, yeah, they, they are. You're right. You're right. They're all the same. For me, you know, I, I'm more of a I'm more of a team guy in the sense, like, if you were giving me a budget, I would rather spend it more on completing a team than rather having one star player. Like, you right. know what I mean? But I, it comes to a point now where we actually have the team. You need that focal point. You know, that face of the face of the franchise kind of player. I don't really have that. But, like, here's the thing. Like, imagine we get, like, someone like Depay as a left winger. Oh, another winger is needed for sure. But I'm talking more about a striker. If you're selling, for example, oh. hypothetically, Andre Silva and Kalinich, for example, there's, like, quite a bit of good money coming out of that, right? You have Kutrone, who can be your backup. You know, he rotates with someone else. But if you're doing those – if you're selling those two guys, I'm, I want and I'm expecting someone – I'm not saying you're going to go sign, like, Benzema or someone like that, but like I'm expecting a big name. Like if you could snatch Jekyll off Roma, I don't think that would happen. But hypothetically speaking, someone like that or someone you know that's going to come in and score goals, like that's what they're here to do. Kind of like what Ibra did when he came with us. Like you know, he was coming here to score goals and he did that. If we can get that kind of player, I think our issues are solved because Kutrone comes in fresh. You know, he comes in, he does his job, and, and you know, I think we'll score more goals that way. But I don't know. We'll see. The summer's the summer's going to be. The summer's going to be a good um, a bar of where, you know, going forward into next season, have we improved, have we not, what areas were fixed, what areas were not fixed. And, you know, after it's going to be two years, like, where are we at? Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, because, um, sent, like, um, what's his name? Oh, I'm forgetting his name. Wow. Uh, Sensa B on tour. What's his name, man? He's the best. Of course, he's always saying that, you know, like he has a good point when he brings, like, you know, he has controversial points here and there, but like he brings up a good point, you know. Like I said earlier, Milan's only in basically their first year of being rebuilt. Oh, yeah. I know. Just exactly. in what, four or five years, and what, what the hell have they done? And yeah, no, exactly. And they're they, in the same know. cycle. That's what I don't want. But, you know, at least I'm taking what we have right now because we spent the money early. You know, we have a foundation. I brought up last year in the summer, like, you know, you got to build a house, right? You have to have your foundation. Then you start building the structure and then you complete it. I feel like we have a foundation now. We need to add pieces to build the structure. And then as the year go on, maybe make a top signing. And then you, there you go. You have your house. But right oh, now we still have a few levels to complete. Absolutely. absolutely. And it's just like you're, you're totally spot on. Like He's spot on too. And, and you just like for me again, like the huge thing I've repeated again 
depth has to be a thing. You know, you got to have guys coming. You got to have guys fighting for spots. If a guy plays a bad match, he can't be comfortable saying, yeah, no worries. I'm still going to play every match. Yeah, especially if they're too comfortable knowing that, you know what, like I'm, I'm the best player in this position because no one else is going to take it away from me. You know, I have a few bad matches. You know, it's okay because I know I'm going to start. Like that's kind of been the Bonaventura thing. Like, you know, there's not really anyone challenging for a spot. You know, yeah. he's had quite a few rough games, but he knows, like, you know, no one's taking my spot. So even yeah. though I'm struggling, one game that I bounce back, I, I'm going to be okay. And, and like, Manuel Ocotelli has not been that good when he comes on either. But I, th- I think now, I think what it is, is he's kind of, especially that he's young, right? Like, you know, he's our age, right? So, like, you know, there's a lot of learning. I know, to do. I know. There's a lot I, of I, learning I, to I do. I love the guy. But, like, he has to, like, you for know. me, it's now with Belia being out for a couple weeks, this is his time to shine because I think I think he's taken over Montalivo as a secondary replacement. I think Montalivo starting Sunday. I think it's Monto. Um, I think it was Sky. Was it Sky? I don't know. Some someone I forget who reported it. Someone said that Montalivo was a poll. Uh, yeah, I think it's him. So, I don't know. Uh, it sucks that Lucas Bealy is out, though, man. That's a big, it's a big loss. He, uh, no, I know. He's been the best, like one of the best players. And I, I don't understand people say he's garbage. Like it's, it's not true. It's fake news. He's not garbage. When we said it from the summer, I wanted him, and he's proven a lot of people wrong who's, who didn't he want him. Controls the tempo of a match. He, he came off like with a knock against Torino, and the match changed. It changed, right? And they scored. They scored five minutes after he came off. And then he came off against Benevento, too. So, I don't know. We'll miss him. It's either Locatelli who can prove himself in his last few matches. You know, it shows that he's come to his position. Or else, honestly, I would loan him out. Just to give him that experience and that playing time. Maybe not the last I would never sell him, but I would loan him out. No, I never saw him either. Experience and then come back. But yeah, I get more chances. But like, again, we'll we'll wrap it up with like a, a little. We're gonna talk about the last five games because we're getting a lot of minutes here. Um, so yeah, aside from that, aside from the depth, you know, we have to look at the next games of the season. Next day, we have Tuscopa uh, Italia. We have one, two, three, four, five games left. Six, five, five games left of the season. Four in Serie A. And the Coppa Italia final. Uh-huh. Um, so we got Bologna away on Sunday, 9 a.m. Eastern time. Then Verona at home the next Saturday. We have to take six points from those two teams. Um, then we have the Coppa Italia. Every uh, point counts now. Every point counts. Coppa Italia final, May 9th. It's a Wednesday. That's huge for us. You know, it's a one game. Anything can happen. Um, you know. Anything can happen with it, and uh, and I don't know. Obviously, Juve are a strong team. It's gonna be hard to beat them. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna probably gonna be, you know, really nervous and whatever while uh, while the game's going on. But um, what it, like we have to if we want to make your. I, I I want Europa League. I I do. Same. I want Europa League. So. Because I think another year, like we're just we're Europa League level right now. Another year Europa League, and then we bring guys in, get depth, and then we it's a pro it's a process. Right? It's always it's always a process, right? So, um, so uh, again, um, 
we have to beat, and then we have Atalanta, Fiorentina, last two. Of course, we have them. The, the three, the two teams are fighting for for European spots. It was only meant to be. Um, we have Atalanta away, and then Fiorentina at home to end the year. So, again, seventh place gets you Europa League. Just to let you know. Yeah. Because when Juve in the Coppa Italia final. If Juve win, they're in Champions League, so it goes to seventh spot. And if we win, we'll get it anyway. So either if we lose, we win. We got to get seventh, six or seventh. Right now we're in seventh. It's in our hands. If, as long as we take care of business. It's for us to lose. Exactly. And because we lost against Benevento, I will guarantee a win on Sunday. We're going to win on Sunday. Hope so. We're going to come up with fire on Sunday. There's no way. There's no way we don't. Um, we'll score a goal. But we aren't that strong. They're, they're, they're dangerous, but they're not that strong. Um, no, I'm, I think we're going to come up with, with fire. Uh, I'm not, not too worried. You know, I believe in the team. I believe in Gattuso. He's the man for the job, and he's proven it. I'm sick and tired of people on Twitter. Oh, yeah, he should have got an extension already. What does it matter? What, they wouldn't have lost those games? Like, so much, it's so much second-guessing. It's, it's all second-guessing. Like, oh, yeah, if we didn't do this, this would have happened. Like, no, it's all if. If, 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 if. Like, Gattuso, like, he's the guy. Like, he's we played the best football with Gattuso we have in years. Like, he, he we have a good formation. He's developed players in the way that he wants them to play. Our defense has been way more – even with the games that we're tying and losing, our defense has been way more solid. You know, aside from Juventus, when's the last time we conceded, like, and Kievo? And Kievo. But we haven't really conceded more than one goal in a match. No, we've been solid back there. <clears throat> Sorry. So again, we'll we'll wrap it up, um, for for now. But yeah, uh, hopefully, I'm thinking we might do another episode after the Coppa Italia final, maybe the next one. Uh-huh. Talk about it and whatnot, and then we'll be we'll, we'll be I'll be after two more City A games too. So yeah, we're gonna wrap things. I think we're at near the hour mark. So again, thank you to all who listen live. Um, we just do it live still because why not? It's kind of cool if we want to listen live and do a live chat. But our main, we it's uploaded to Apple, Apple, uh, iTunes, sorry, and Google Play. So for Androids and iPhones, you can download, listen to us while you're running, driving, whatever. Um, subscribe to us on app on uh, on iTunes, please. Leave a rating, leave a five star rating, comment, constructive constructive criticism too. Um, we're almost at 8k followers on Twitter, which is huge. You know, hopefully we can get the 10k at the end of the summer. That's our goal. Um, but yeah, Mike, thanks for coming on. Finally, thank you. I know it's been a long time. Yeah, man. Okay, so we're gonna wrap things up, guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, big game on Sunday. Every point matters. Ciao, ragazzi. Forza Milan. Ciao. Ciao.